your snow cats ready and get over here. Right now? You darn tootin'. Don't you know it's time for the governor's weekly address? Live from the Situation Room of his lakefront chateau, he's bringing a little color to the voice of Minnesota sports talk and worldwide. His mama calls him Vince, but you can call him Governor. And by way of executive order, he's serving real sports fans a dose of sports done right. And he's loose! No timeouts for the Wolves. 4.7 seconds. Gibson's got to get it in. Does. Wiggins drives across midcourt. Andrew lets it fly at the buzzer for the lead. Andrew Wiggins backs it in. Timberwolves, an unbelievable win here in Oklahoma City. Ryan goes back to pass, fires right, intercepted by Harrison Smith at the 30-yard line. Harry the hitman. By Parisi, fire scores! Puckett swings and hits a blast. Deep left center, way back, way back. What is going on, everybody? In the heart of town, I am Vince Wright, the sports governor. Coming to you live and direct from Minnesota. Uh, a chilly-ass Minnesota. Not the, you know, I ain't going to lie to you. Winter is definitely settling in, as you can probably tell. Uh, set the mood there and a little Charlie Brown Christmas music, of course. And thank you to listening to the gov and sports done right here again i i duly appreciate that oh i could listen to charlie brown christmas music literally all year around all year around and all for one anyway i am vince Wright, the big smooth the sports governor of the great state of minnesota give me a call 651-968-0124 the phone lines are open tonight um two great guests tonight by the way the first one it will be jelani Bodie, the host of the wait a minute show uh, x squad uh member as well one of my dear podcast friends and partners uh, go back. We haven't heard from Jelani for a while, so I thought it would be a you know, good time to get him and get some of his takes. Uh, even though he's down in the uh, ATL, you know, he is a huge Michigan sports fan. So we're going to talk about the Wolverines. We're going to talk about the Lions and kind of where they're going now post, um, you know, the firing their coach and everything. And then... Of course, the one and only the other half of the North Star Sports Podcast that we do have to get going here at some point. The one and only Justin Ekstrom is going to join us about 7.45 tonight. Jelani's joining us in about 10 minutes at 7.15 Central Time. Uh, Justin, we're going to get into the Vikings. Uh, Look, a win's a win, man. A win is a win, but they had a lot of trouble with a 1-10 team. And we're going to get into that. We're going to get into really everything Vikings. And next week, we're going to get a little bit more into the basketball side of things here on Sports Done Right. We're going to get into the Timberwolves. 
new look team, uh, Ricky Rubio back in town. And for the people out there who, who see my tweets and who are always coming at me on social media about Ricky Rubio, it's not so much that I dislike Ricky Rubio because I really don't. But I think the, the fandom that he gets is just a little bit much for what he did. That's all the sports gov is saying. Look, I, T. Wills is our team. I, I hope nothing but the best for them. So I hope this works out. Ricky's second go around here in the Twin Cities. And I, I think it will because he is in a better place because they're not relying on him to score. You know, first go around, that guy really was not a great shooter. He had he had glimpses. He had flashes where he'd throw up some numbers. But for the most part, that that is not Ricky Rubio. And I think that this go around here will definitely help him out. I want to say, oh, Shelly B, how you doing? Love that Avi. Love that Avi. I want to say what up to Joel in Woodbury, Minnesota. He's listening to us. Uh, live on Spreaker.com. I appreciate that, Joe. I want to say hi to Angela in Hudson, Wisconsin. Listen, Angela is in Hudson, Wisconsin. We have Peter in North Hudson, Wisconsin, who's listening to the Sports Gov of Minnesota. And we have Dan in Hudson, Wisconsin. Oh, wait, one more. We have Scott as well listening from hold on luck wisconsin the sports governor sports done right is really coming to its own and infiltrated that awful red state over there so i want to thank you folks for listening in particular as well thank you thank you thank you thank you so much um okay you can follow me at the big smooth one that's the number one after the big smooth on twitter you can hit up sports done right really on all major streaming you know services wherever you're listening to podcasts you're pretty much going to find our show uh mn pod the the app minnesota podcast app very proud to be featured on there with a lot of great uh not only sports content but just content in general all minnesota based i'm telling you mn pod Get that app if you are from Minnesota, have any ties to Minnesota, or just kind of any interest in this state. A lot of great shows, you know, from true crime, sports, uh, comedy, uh, all kinds of stuff. So very proud to be featured on that application as well. And obviously iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, things like that. You'll find us. Just Google the show. Um, We are about seven minutes away from Jelani giving us a call here. So real quick. I was going to do a very quick break, but I, I did want to talk about a couple quick things. The big game, Ohio State and Michigan is canceled due to COVID-19 concerns. And I think this really, well, you know, the jokes are flying on social media. You know, Harbaugh's finally got Ohio State, blah, blah, blah. So I don't think Ohio State may be eligible to play in the Big Ten Championship Um, Due to this, not having this game, at least as of now, um, look, it is what it is, but Harbaugh's got some real issues up there. And again, I'm going to save this for when Jelani joins us, because that's one of the the big things I want to get into him is just Michigan football and where that program is, what the future may be. And now we're starting to hear those rumors kind of percolating again about uh, Harbaugh being hired back into the NFL. 
Um, speaking of other Big Ten coaches, by the way, being hired into the NFL, Pat Fitzgerald over there in Evanston at Northwestern University is apparently getting on a lot of people's radar, including the hometown team, the Chicago Bears. So keep an eye on that. Does he finally make the jump from Evanston? Got a good thing going. Got great facilities. That practice football field on the lake down there, Lake Michigan. You know, the Florida ceiling windows that overlook, I mean, phenomenal job. Um, They're the Big Ten West champions again. um, Second time in three years, I believe. So, you know, he always has that program. Yeah, they have a couple down years, but for the most part, you know, they're a, a top 25 football team. So is somebody willing to pay him the big bucks? We will see. Obviously, Chicago, there's been a lot of talk down there, and it's starting to get going on the local sports media in the Chi-Town. We'll see. We'll see. Um, What else do we got real quick here? Bear with me. I wanted to mention something. Uh, Big Ten basketball underway. Gophers are playing tonight. Boston College is in town. Give you an update here shortly. Um, oh, also, I got to stop saying, um, okay, here we go. Big 10 ranking. So a fair representation in the top 25 as of, uh, this week, Iowa, I was number three in the country, y'all Iowa Hawkeyes. I know my homie, Andrew Hayes and a few other, my Hawkeye friends out there are digging that and right behind them. Number four, Michigan state. Izzo got his got his squad playing again early. Number six, can it be the return of the Illinois Illini back to being a basketball power where they should be? Wisconsin comes in at thirteen. Rutgers, Rutgers coming in at twenty-one, and the as they like to say, the Ohio State University. Coming in at number 22. So we got six teams in the top 25 there in Big Ten country. Who knows? Maybe the Gophers can add to that here. They're 4-0. They are battling right now against Boston College. And I'm trying to get you a live update as we speak here on this wonderful show. Um, We'll get that to you in a second. Am I seeing this right? Ohio State jumps to number two. Oh, no, that's the best chance to reach the football playoffs. Yeah, I don't. Uh, the only thing that hurts Ohio State is they have blown a couple games that they shouldn't have blown um, the past few years. So I know that's why they get a lot of heat and hate. But we will see. We will see. All right, Vince right here again coming to you live and direct. Uh, Boston College is up 35 to 30 on our Gophers. Iowa, there they go. Up by 9, 34 to 23 on UNC. And that's North Carolina as in the Tar Heels. Man, I just, I was number four. I better start paying attention to them. I guess we better start paying attention Big Ten wise to the Iowa Hawkeyes. Man, who knew it? <laughs> who knew it? Uh, okay, what else is happening here, real quick? Uh, for you soccer heads out there, Minnesota United, the Loons, 
uh, blow a big game out in Seattle, had the lead, things were looking good, and choked it away. I believe they lost, uh, what was it, 3-2. to two. Um, Very disappointing first time they have made it to the conference final, Western Conference final, and yes, they lost 3-2 to two to Seattle. They had a two-goal lead in that game and blew it. The curse of the Minnesota sports fan continues. I think the next game is tomorrow. And, you know, hey, I'm pulling for him, man. I'm pulling for him. First, like I said, first on Loons, FC United, as we call them here locally, has uh, gotten there. So we wish them all the luck in the world. Uh, what else do we got here? Oh, power rankings. Power rankings. NFL power rankings. Uh, after our man here. Would this be the one and only Jelani Bodie? Uh, governor. Yes, doing, I am doing great. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Jelani Bodie, the host of the Wait a Minute show. And Jelani, first off, brother, thank you so much. Um, before we get into the sports, because there are things more important, it's that time of year again, my friend, please tell all these folks about your toy drive and where they can find you on social media if they want to donate. Uh, real easy. So wait a minute, show toy drive, uh, eight years running, uh, this year. So we've been trying to get this thing, uh, going better and better each and every year. So, uh, just tell folks a little bit about it. All we do, uh, we go with a, uh, we're actually working with a nonprofit organization called Helping Hands of Paulding County, where we sponsor kids. Nice. And we sponsor kids anywhere from the ages of one to 18, uh, where we specialize in, in making sure that we get the older kids involved as well, because a lot of times older kids are forgotten about or right, people yep. feel that they may be, you know, a little too expensive if 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 you will but surprisingly i think a lot of people will come to find that um they're not really that you know that expensive you know there's things that they want that are in a affordable price range but also you know this thing is um not only for the kids but it's for the parents and and the parents um the last thing you want to tell your kid is you know something that you might not be able to get or, you know, have them worried about mom and dad and everything. So also, this helps out the parents as well to get that kid, that, that item, right. uh, maybe that they've wanted. So uh, a lot of stuff that we've been, you know, trying to do over the years, try and get bigger and better uh, each and every year and try to uh, sponsor uh, more and more kids. So uh, it's real easy. Uh, all you have to do is go to the uh, waitaminuteshow.com, thewaitaminuteshow.com. So when you go to that website, at the top, you're going to see three options. It's however way you would like to do it. It is PayPal, Cash App, or the GoFundMe button. You're going to have three buttons there. And click on each one or, or any one that, that you want to choose, uh, and it takes you directly uh, to the Wait a Minute show. And you've heard me uh, say this plenty of times, Vince. One dollar, yes. two dollars, yeah. five dollars, it doesn't matter. It all, it all adds up, and that's uh, what we're trying to do. Uh, so again, the wait a minute show dot com, and you can you know follow us on the wait a minute show on Facebook. Uh, we're also on Twitter uh, as well. But the easiest way to get to it is the wait a minute show dot com, because then you'll see the follow button uh, as well on there. So it's yeah, really good cause, really great cause. 
uh, puts a lot of smile on kids' faces. Uh, get you know sometimes I get a chance to talk uh, to the parents as well, um, right. hear their story, and, and you know they they just tell me sometimes it's just it's just they had a bad year, and and, and right. we all yeah, know exactly this, this this year this year has been trying. This year has been testing. Uh, a lot of us in, in, in different ways. Yeah, so uh, that's what this thing is all about, trying to end this year on a good note, put a smile on some kids' faces, uh, and, and move into 2020, you know, on a positive note. Yeah, absolutely, man. I And, you you know, you really couldn't have said it better, uh, Jelani. Um, this year, you know, between, you know, arguing over politics and, and COVID and, and, you know, staying at home, mask, don't mask, it is obviously the most trying year I've ever had to deal with it. So, I mean, for you to, to once again be doing this, um, and you will definitely have our donation here by on the weekend. But, folks, I'm telling you, go check out the website. I'm on it right now. It's very easy. And I know it does sound mundane, people, but literally, if you have a couple bucks, five bucks, like Jelani says, it all adds up. And he can really help a lot of kids because I've been watching him do it for the past two, three years. And he, he'll put the pictures out there of all the toys that that he's got for these kids and pictures of the kids and the families and just, you know, help Jelani make a difference with this because especially in 2020, man, we, we got to do the most that we can to uh, uh, help our, our fellow man and women, so to speak there, Jelani. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, uh, a lot of things, a lot of change has been happening uh, here in this country and also just in the world. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's we just got to keep this thing moving because it's always, always somebody or something or some force that's going to try and stop us and try and Absolutely. slow us down. And, and this is kind of what that, that uh, this toy drive is, is about as well, is that we're not going to let COVID, we're not going to let you know, whatever, however way somebody feel, you know, all this stuff, these, these agendas that they got out there, all the right. distractions that they, that they're trying to put out there. We're not going to let that stop, stop us, you know, from coming together as, as people, as human beings, uh, and, and do, doing something nice for, you know, one another. Absolutely. All right, brother. So let's get to it now. As I was saying in my intro earlier, Jelani's in the ATL, huge Michigan fan. Let's start with the Michigan Wolverines. Uh, the big game has been canceled, as as I'm sure you've heard by now. No Ohio State-Michigan game, at least as of right now, due to COVID. But Jelani, let's talk about Michigan and, and the program and the coach and everything. You're, you're a big Michigan guy. As a fan, is it time for Harbaugh to, to go? I've thought about this, uh, and I've went back and forth um, on it. It's time for him to go. Okay. It's, it's, and, and here's a few reasons why. Um, and I'm not, I'm not one of those people who, who has a quick trigger finger, you know, to, to get rid of somebody. But here's the thing, you know, about Michigan, is that the the tradition of Michigan. Um, and Jim Harbaugh knows this because he's been part of it as, you know, as a player. Right. But beating regular season, you know, during the regular season, beating the teams that you're supposed to beat, that's just, that just comes with the program. That's nothing to be uh, excited about. 
what this thing is is really uh, about beating Michigan State, about beating Ohio State, mm-hmm. and getting to the national championship game. And to get paid what he's getting paid, he's not getting paid to <laughs> to beat <Right. laughs> Maryland. You know, that's that's not mm-hmm. what he's getting paid, you know, uh, for. So, and also, he's had his opportunity. You know, if you go back, uh, really, you know, kind of where um, – this thing started. It started when he was in San Diego. He took, you know, he went to a program back then uh, in 2005, 2006, and took the team uh, to 11-1. Then he got the right. job at uh, at Stanford. Stanford was not that hot until that last year because he went four and eight, five and seven, eight and five, and then he finished up at Stanford at 12 and one in 2010. So obviously that brought the hype, and, and Michigan went right and got him. Now. We had Brady. We had Brady Hoke, so it, it wasn't like some, you know, a, a great coach was was leaving uh, that program. So a lot mm-hmm. of people was ready for uh, Brady Hoke to come in. So he did come in, uh, and ten win seasons uh, of three years and out of four. Yes, that's that's good. But you're one in five in right. in bowl games. Yeah, your um, your your losses again. You can't. If you're a Michigan coach, you know you cannot lose to Ohio State, and they have had our number every single year. And if, exactly, I, I mean that's that's the disappointing part, I guess. If you're a Michigan fan, just you cannot beat Ohio State. Right, and and I I did not make the rules. I'm just I'm just following. <laughs> you, I'm, I'm and, and and if you look around again, and I hate to harp on the money part, but if you look around, yeah. Dabo Sweeney, uh, and, and I know people probably say, well, that's the ACC. It doesn't matter. Dabo Sweeney made Clemson relevant. Dabo Sweeney has made Clemson into a powerhouse, you know, a uh, university. Dabo Sweeney has won bowl games. Dabo Sweeney has been to three championship games. Right. Jim Harbaugh has done none of that. Nick Saban, he leaves Michigan State. He goes to uh, uh, LSU, makes them relevant. You know, they're already relevant. Makes right. them relevant, takes them to a national championship game. Goes to Alabama when Alabama's struggling. Alabama's back to being a powerhouse. That is what Jim Harbaugh is being paid to do, and he's not doing it. So, I mean, I didn't make the rules, like I said. I'm just going by them. It's time for them to go. Hey, you're hearing it from Jelani Bodie, host of the Wait a Minute Show, joining the sports governor, Vince Wright, on Sports Done Right tonight. Okay, so then if he goes, who are we looking at bringing in? I mean, now that's always, you know, the million-dollar question. You know, he's going to have a nice little buyout. You got to find somebody that – here's the thing. I think there's only one coach out there that, that can do what the Michigan fans want him to do. But I don't know because of prior commitments, as I like to say, if he could do it. But I think he might have that little Brett Favre-esque in him. Urban Meyer. That would never happen. Yeah, I know. I know. But I'm, would, I just. Never... <laughs> hey, but you know what? Here's the, here's the other thing. I wouldn't want it to happen. Because. that Okay. Yeah. Never, that was You would one one one. He would never be able to go back to Ohio. But of course, if he if if he wins a championship game, do you know how much Ohio State fans would rip on us? As far as like you had to come and get one of our coaches, we did y'all a solid. 
it's really an Ohio State, you know, it, it, he can't. We wouldn't, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't accept it. I don't care if he won three championships in a row. No, you cannot take the Ohio State coach. No, got to be okay. somebody else. Okay, and and that was kind of where I was going with the second question. Obviously, yeah, we know what Ohio State or in the, the whole state of Ohio would do to him. Uh, you answered my question, at least for you on, yeah, could the Michigan fan base accept him as coach? Because honestly, I think he's the only one out there in my brain right now that can get the quick results that I think the Michigan fans want. But okay, with him off the table though, Jelani Bodie, who else is out there? I mean, is there some unknown, you know, D coordinator, offensive coordinator that they would have to hope to, you know, lightning in the bottle or can you talk one of these other big name coaches into coming? I, mean, I suppose you could, you're Michigan. Um, you know, you, you got the history and the money, but who is it, bro? That's the that's the tough tough thing because there still is you know a certain type of coach that that uh, Michigan wants. Uh, one, you got you know you got to be able to run the ball. As we've seen, uh, coaches who have come in there uh, like Rich Rodriguez that tried to come in with this aerial assault, you know, it just has not worked. You know, uh, uh, in the Big Ten, so you know, no spread offenses, you know, or anything like that. Um, Vince, I, I'll be honest. I I really don't have you know a, a solid person. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, you could try and, and pull another coach, you know, from from another school. Uh, but I would say this: that you know, the biggest thing uh, right now, as you've seen with with the, some of the previous coaches that I mentioned, and Jim Harbaugh has done a decent decent job, you know, with this. Uh, is that the number one thing is they're going to have to recruit. You're going to have to yeah. get kids to to come to a cold weather state, or you're going to have to keep your kids in state and and have them not go anywhere. That's one. The other thing is is that the whoever the coach is, they're going to have to be able to develop a quarterback. I, I, during his tenure, he has never developed a quarterback. You've seen these these uh, transfers. That have come in there, and, and you've seen uh, quarterbacks that are uh, projects, or you know, or, or could be future projects. But you you haven't had that that uh, Trevor Lawrence, you know, to to show up on campus, you know, that's going to to be the end all, you know, for their team. So uh, a couple things, you know, establish you're gonna have to establish a running game. You got a good quarterback, and you got to recruit. I hear you. I hear you. That's why he's Jelani Bodie, host of the Wait a Minute Show. The man makes sense. Just throwing this out there for shits and giggles. What about Uh Jamie Chadwell from Coastal Carolina? Here's the thing, because I know nobody really knows a lot about him. I was just kind of looking the dude up yesterday. Two-time FCS National Coach of the Year. Three-time Big South Coach of the Year. Um... I don't know. I'm just, I'm thinking outside the box, young dude, up and coming program. Um, obviously huge win against BYU. They're climbing up the, the polls. I get it. It's Michigan. You know, you're going from kind of the, the Ford uh, Explorer to the Ferrari and all that, but I don't know. Just throwing names out there, bro. <laughs> uh, if he can recruit, I, 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 it's something to think about. 
That's well. Uh, that's it, what it, I was it, thinking. It's, yeah. It's, it's one. It's one thing to you know um, recruit. Uh, how should I say it? Because I don't. I, I'm not trying to be disrespectful to anybody. Oh no, no. Um, no, no. It's, it's it's one thing to recruit non-power five right, uh, yep. conference players, and, and it's another to to do that. But here here's the thing: you got to look at you know where some of these these guys started. I mean, Urban Meyer was in Utah. Nobody was talking uh, yeah, about no, Utah. Not till he got I, there, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I I, I I give your guy, uh, Coach Lee. Yeah, Nobody yeah. was, you know, really mm-hmm. talking about Western Michigan until he got there. Uh, you know, it's it's and and this is basketball, but nobody was talking about Duke when when Coach K showed yeah, up. Absolutely. So, I mean, you can you can actually, you know, and I won't say make Michigan already is already relevant, but um, you can make a a um, a school bring a school back to relevancy, uh, but you just got to be able to you know have the plan and have other people to believe. So I, I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't put it past him. It's just if he can recruit, he got a chance. Right, exactly. All right, Jelani. So enough about Michigan football, kind of present day. What is the future for this program? Coach, you know, stays in place. I mean, you know, like you said, they haven't been able to beat Ohio State in what, about a decade. And, you know, you kind of already touched on the record. So what do you what do you see the, the next two or three years for your Wolverines? Just program wide. Oh, Vince. Vince. Um, <laughs> this will be the last Wolverine it's, question. <laughs> it's 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 kind of it, it's kind of tough trying to envision two years because it, I mean with with Jim Harbaugh and you already know when when I heard he was coming you know to Michigan I'm like this is it this is the this is the what we needed. This is what's going to put us, you know, right. over the hump. But I, I think the next two years, um, they will still be, you know, compete. Um, but it still will be kind of like, yeah, but wait, you know, what's going to happen when they play or, you know, what happens when – because we haven't even – I don't even think we played in a national championship. I mean, not a national championship. We haven't played in that. But I don't even think we played in a Big Ten championship game since, you know, Harbaugh has been there. So I I think it will be a transition period uh, where if there is a new coach, that that coach will get probably a year, you know, maybe two years, and and, and transition into how they want, you know, uh, the program ran. Because obviously, as you know, uh, you bring in your own kids. They run it, you know, certain, you know, offense and defense and everything. Right. You got to get all new coaches and everything. But I think it'll just be a transition period uh, for uh, whoever will come in and, and take over this program. All right. So let's switch it up here. Um, by the way, Jelani's from Flint, Michigan. How long did you live in Flint? Uh, I was there 20 years. Nice, nice. Born, okay. and, born and raised. So, ladies and gentlemen, he, he he knows what he speaks when he's talking about his love for his Michigan squads. All right, so the Lions. Got rid of the coach. Yeah, I mean, you know, kind of blew it up finally. 
Um, yes. did, did they wait too long, Jelani, to blow it up? And, you know, who, what's next? I mean, you know, we seem to have the same conversation about the Detroit Lions every few years. Um, again, as a fan, how are you feeling about these Lions and them as an organization right now? Well, as Tony the Tiger once said, I'm feeling great <laughs> right now. <laughs> right. This was this was long overdue. I mean, it, he should have been gone last year um, because just under the, the pure where the team was, and where you and Bob Quinn, and I think mm-hmm. a lot of people forget about Bob Quinn, where they took this team to, it's just unacceptable. You know, to do that so fast after what the previous coach, you know, had, had started building up. And a lot of people, you know, have said, well, the Lions, you know, uh, against winning teams, they had a poor record and everything. And it's like, you're right about that. But here's the thing. Here's the flip side to that. If there's teams that you're supposed to beat right. and you're not beating them, then that's even worse. At least we were beating the teams that we were supposed to beat, and then you get better. And that's, that's what the Lions, you know, were doing. And then they regress, and they're losing the teams that they should not be losing to. So now where we're at, you got a new ownership somewhat because – uh, the force actually turned the, the uh, franchise over to their daughter. Right. Uh, so it's still in the family, but somebody else is, is running it. Younger person, fresher blood. And, and I think it's a, it's a different culture that, that um, we're going to have an opportunity to be brought in, uh, brought in. Uh, I think with rumors now, there's just a rumor, but I like the rumor is that general manager, they're looking at Lewis Riddick. Uh, I, I think okay. he's bright. Uh, He knows football. He's played football. We've seen uh, guys before that have, you know, played in the league uh, that have built teams. Uh, We we see, you know, we've seen what uh, uh, John Lynch was able to do, you know, for for San Francisco. And and it's been, you know, it's been other other former players as well. Ozzy, why am I I drawing a blank? In Baltimore. Oh, Newsom. Yeah, Ozzie Newsom, you know, and everything. So I'm not saying Lewis Riddick would be those guys because it would be Ozzie. I mean, that's a lot. That's a lot to put on him. But I'm just saying as far as like a fresh mind, a fresh thought, a different direction, I think Lewis Riddick, you know, would be great. Now, everybody already know that, you know, Eric Bieniemy is going to be on that list that, that people are going to be after. Right. Sala, uh, Michigan legislators – have already written a, a letter to the owner trying to get Salah out of uh, out of uh, uh, San Francisco, you know, and there's going to be some other coaches. But I think, you know, my whole thing is that it always ta- starts from the top down. The the team will take on the mentality of, you know, of the owner or of the top, you know, execs. And I think right. she That's gets – That's a good point. I, I think she – you know, I think she understands, you know, where this team needs to go. Uh, I and, and people may be surprised by this, but I think where it is going, it's going to happen after Matthew Stafford. Uh, well, ironically, right into the next question, is it time for him to go as well? I think so, 
Jelani, I just, look, you know, he's had moments. Again, he's had his glimpses and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, I'm I'm really more about the eye test. And, you know, he just has never really made it happen in Detroit. Now, I get it. You know, it's not just him. It is the organization to put pieces in place around him. You know, had Calvin Johnson for a minute. But as a whole, that team has just literally sucked for a long time. And I think... You know, if he's going to continue his career, he's probably going to need to see some new real estate. And I think that, yeah, Detroit needs to figure out what they really want to do at the quarterback position. Yeah, this is going to be, you know, uh, this next year or two is going to be big for them, especially, yeah, at the quarterback position. Uh, Matthew Stafford, I like Matthew Stafford. Uh, I don't think there's anyone that, that, that really has something bad to say about him as far as, like, as a person. Uh, those he got a lot of comeback games, but some of <laughs> some of those games he's put himself in those situations to have to come back, uh, you know, in those games. And I just think, you know, yeah, it probably would be a different scenery, a different, you know, scheme uh, for him. Uh, obviously, something we have not been able to provide him, you know, a running game because they've always, you know, passed the ball. But some of that is, you know, when you're behind and everything, yeah, you get, you know, you get those yardage. So. Some of that I call that, you know, the little Fugazi uh, stats. But, yeah, I, I do think, you know, it, it it probably is time, you know, to, to move in a different direction. Not something that I want to do. Like I said, I like the – I really like him because he, he, he's a competitor. He's a guy who doesn't quit. And, and I can appreciate that. But sometimes, you know, you come at a point where it might, it's probably even better for Matt to go to a different scenario so that maybe yeah, he's that, involved I, I totally in something agree. else that works, for, you know, for him. And this whole thing that's turning around and, and starting over for the Lions, uh, they can start with a, you know, a fresh quarterback. Absolutely. All right. So. You know, new quarterback, you know, still got uh, AP up there, you know, making a little bit of noise in the backfield. Um, before I get you out of here, Jelani, let me just ask you, what would Jelani Bodie do as GM of this team? What do you want to see? Um, you know, give it to me. I mean, just tell me what in your mind, what are the changes you would try and put in place if you were running uh, the uh, silver and blue up there? Oh, if I was running the Lions, yeah, you oh, Jelani Bodie, it it, it, <laughs> it would it would definitely uh, start up front, and and I mean on on both sides of the ball. Uh, our problem has been protecting the quarterback, establishing the run, and getting to the quarterback. So I'm starting up front with with my offensive line. I'm mm -hmm. starting on the defensive side. I need guys that can get home. Uh, as, as you've seen, you with, with the quarterbacks that are in the league right now, Look, just look around. With right. the Deshaun Watsons, with the Lamar Jacksons, with the Pat Mahomes, even Aaron Rodgers, uh, 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 Josh Allen, uh, Daniel Jacobs, all of them are mobile quarterbacks. And, and that's not even all of them. It, it's still more out there. So right. there, there are no more Phillip Rivers. You know, that's just yeah. standing back there. Phillip Rivers, Ben Robinsberger, Tom Brady, sooner than later, they're not going to be in the league. And they're going to be replaced with quarterbacks that's, that's mobile. So get get home, 
on the defensive side and be able to protect your quarterback to give your mobile quarterback uh, a time to improvise. So then take the line. Then I work my way to the quarterback. Then I get a, I get a, 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 a running game. I re-sign Kenny Galladay. I don't know mm-hmm. what they're waiting on. It's okay. just like there's no big name free agents that's that's waiting in the you know in line to come to Detroit. I'm realistic. No, of course, right? Yeah, you're going to you're going to have to do this through your, through your draft. So re-sign Kenny Galladay. He's proven that 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 he's capable of being a number one. And then obviously you're going to get him some other guys, probably Marvin Jones and them. They'll probably go somewhere else. But I would I would definitely I start on the line. And then I work my way back on the offense and, and then corners. You got to be able to slow, you know, yes. uh, slow these wide receivers down. So I, I work my way from the front out is, is I guess the easiest way to, to say it. Hey, Jelani, man. First off, thank you so much for coming on. It has been a while. So I wanted to get you on and get your thoughts and especially about the, the, the Michigan um, set up there with the Wolverines and um, the Lions as well, my brother. Um, and obviously, folks, again, go to thewaitaminuteshow.com and check out Jelani's toy drive. He does a phenomenal job with that. Jelani, my man, any big plans for the family this Christmas? I mean, you know, they're telling you not to have too many people over and not travel and all that. What's the Bodie family going to be doing this Christmas? Oh, we're going to be chilling, man. Yeah, it's just uh, it's going to be me kid the wife and then just a a couple other folks like uh her sister and two other people so it's gonna be real small uh we're gonna sit here enjoy each other's company um be thankful you know uh for this year for the things that we have you know have had this year and 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 that's it just really enjoy uh each other and each other's company catch some football Yep. NBA will be going on. Yeah. You know, see how many yeah. people see how many people gonna start the, the season off on low management. <laughs> yeah. Hey, well, real quick here, uh speaking of basketball, are the Pistons ever gonna be relevant again? Yes. Okay. They will. <laughs> um such a general question, I know. <laughs> yeah. But no, I mean they they, they will be it, it but it is uh, and, and I hate to harp on it, but it, it is it is management. It, their championships uh, that they have had, mm-hmm. um, their nucleus has always been a, a really good uh, general manager and a great coach. And when they get those two together, they're going to be able to fill the team. Uh, 80s Pistons, you had Chuck Daly and, and mm-hmm. Jack McCloskey. Really good to you and Chuck Daly, one of the greatest coaches of all time. Absolutely. Then 2004, and just through that that run that they ran for about four or five years, you had Joe Dumars. He was on his grind. He was everything was going very uh, underrated. And I'm sorry, I didn't even I didn't mean to interrupt you, but he has always been so underrated when he got to that front office. Man, phenomenal job by Dumars um, up there. Yeah, and then he had he had Larry Brown, you know, that was there. And, yeah, he's very underrated uh, because he took a bunch of guys that yep. nobody wanted. Nobody knew who Ben Wallace was. Everybody thought Chauncey Billups was about to be out of the league. He drafted Tayshawn Prince. He traded for Rip Hamilton. 
He traded for Rasheed Wallace, which is that nucleus. And then just guys that, you know, um, that, that, that came in that we kind of found out a little bit later, but like Mehmet Okor, uh, he was a key part, you know, of that championship team. Corliss right, Williamson yeah, yeah. and, you know, it's just a bunch of other guys. So that's, that's what it's going to take. It's going to take All right. GM and a great coach, and then they can build around that. All right. Well, Jelani, again, thank you so much for joining me tonight, my brother. Um, always good to hear from you. Check out the Wait a Minute show um, via the, the website on Spreaker. Just Google it. You'll find it on all of the major streaming services. Um, Jelani, take care of my man. And again, thank you for doing what you're doing with Destroyed Toy Drive, my my friend, because, um, yeah, it's it's going to be nice to, to donate and help you bring a lot of smiles to a lot of families this year. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, Vince. Thank you so much. Thank you, everybody. Everybody, be safe out there, man. Have a good rest of the year. Uh, and, and let's stay positive and push forward. Absolutely. All right, brother. Give my best to the family. I'm going to let you go so you can go hang out with them. Thank you again, brother. We'll talk to you soon. Yes, sir. All right. Peace. Ladies and gentlemen, Jelani Bodie. The one and only. All right, so let's do this here. Justin Ekstrom was running a little bit late, so he's going to be with us about 7.55. So let's get to a quick break. I am Vince Wright, the sports governor, and we will be right back after this break. Ladies and gentlemen, hear me and hear me good. If you like sports, then you like the Wait a Minute show. If you like comedy, then you like the Wait a Minute show. If you like a different opinion coming from a different angle, then you like the Wait a Minute show. So join me Saturday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with your host, Jelani J.B. Bodie. And of course, my man Lopan on the Wait a Minute Show.com. Ain't that right, Lopan? Hey guys, this is Sports Gov Vince Wright from the great state of Minnesota. And I'm here to tell you guys about pick and shovelware. Go to pickandshovelware.com. You're going to get 20% off when you use the promo code NORSTAR. Get 20% off right now when you use the promo code NORSTAR. That's pickandshovelware.com.
Sound. Yeah, Estelle, we about to get down. get down Who the hottest in the world right now Just touched down in London town Bet they give me a pound Tell them put the money in my hand right now Got a promoter, we need more seats We just sold out all the floor seats Take me on a trip, I'd like to go someday Take me to New York, I'd love to see LA I really want to come pick you
Blood. Who killing them in the UK? Everybody gonna say UK. Reluctantly, cause most of this press don't fuck with me. Estelle once said, tell me, cool down, down. Don't act a fool now, now. Always act a fool, ow, ow. Ain't nothing new now, now. He crazy, I know what you're thinking. Rapping, I know what you're drinking. Rap singer, chain blinger. Holla at the next chick soon as you're blinking. What's your persona about this Americana? Rhyme and my shadow, cause all my clothes designer. Uh, dress smart like a London bloke. Before he speak, his suit be spoke. And you thought he was cute before. Look at this peacoat, tell me he's broke. And I know you ain't into all that. I heard your lyrics, I feel your spirit. But I still talk that cat ass. Cause a lot of wags wanna hear it. And I'm feeling like Mike at his baddest. Like the picture they gladdest. And I know they love it. So they hell with all that rubbish. Would you be my lover? Could you be mine? Would you be my lover? Would you be mine? Could you be my lover? Would you be my American boy? American boy. Take me on a trip. I'd like to go someday. Take me to Chicago, San Francisco, baby. I really want to come pick you up. Votes are in and it's official. He's Minnesota's number one sports color commentator. The people got it right. And now it's time for you to get your sports done right. With the governor of sports talk, the honorable Vince Wright. Now, let's get back to the show. Ladies and gentlemen. Vince Wright, sports governor, coming to you live and direct from the great state of Minnesota. Little Van Halen in the background, and that means one thing. It is time for the one and only, the man, the myth, the legend from Malacca, Minnesota himself. The one and only Justin Ekstrom. Justin, how you doing, my man? Not too bad, not too bad. Just glad to talk bikes with you. Glad to talk to you, my good man. Yeah, it's been a while, man. We outside of kind of just texting a little bit here and there and some Twitter stuff. I haven't heard your voice for a minute, so hope the family is good. Justin Ekstrom, ladies and gentlemen, as you know, he is um, my co-host. We are each other's co-host on the North Star Sports Podcast which we will be, as we always say, we'll have to get going again in, in some new variation. Uh, we will. But in the meantime, we have him here with us from KNSI Radio out of St. Cloud, Minnesota, doing great things up there. And apparently new kind of TikTok uh, Twitter star with some takes that he's starting to post here. So we'll have to, I'll just ask you now, what's going on with that, Justin? <laughs> Oh, the, the 10,000 takes guys. Um, 
10K Minnesota, they asked me to kind of partake in some things, and I'm like, well, what do you think I'd be good at? One of the guys said, uh, I don't know, is there any, like, everyday things that kind of upset you that you could kind of rant about? And that's what I've been doing, just random little stuff. I mean, <laughs> stuff that most <laughs> people simple. can relate to, and apparently they, some of them think it's funny, some people think it's funny, and so far I haven't really uh, upset anybody. Right, right. And uh, which is, I don't know if that's their goal is to try to upset somebody, but I, I don't really want to make anybody angry. This is just my venting session. And and uh, I don't know. We'll see. It's supposed to be like a weekly thing, but all right, you know, all right. obviously cool, the muse doesn't always strike. <laughs> hey, I, I, I hear you. you. You can't, you know, it's got to be in the moment. It's got to be in the moment, homie. All right. Well, let's get to it here. Minnesota Vikings. Uh, you know, n- not the greatest looking victory in Vikings history by any means against a one in 10 team, but you know, some good things popped out of this. Um, Cam Dantzler for one looked uh, pretty good. Um, just give me your overall thoughts, my friend on this Vikings victory here, uh, over Jacksonville. Well, the, the, the start, man, it's just, it, you knew. From oh, that very geez, first yeah. touchdown, yeah. you knew you were in <laughs> for a day. Like everyone, Twitter, Vikings Twitter is a whole new animal. This this year, you'd almost have to put 2020 Vikings Twitter in its own Twitter sphere. Because 2020 Vikings yeah. Twitter is not any, like anything I've ever been a part of, man. People are still mad at like getting rid of Case and Teddy and all that stuff. And <laughs> But the minute that... Boyd misplayed a ball. Like, if he's just playing his guy, that ball falls harmlessly to the turf. Right, exactly. He, at the last second, tries to play the ball because he's like, oh, yeah, our cornerbacks have not had an interception ever this year, so I better try making an interception. Instead, it looks like he needs glasses or something because he doesn't even get close to enough of the ball, and it goes right into Chenault Jr.'s hands touchdown you know i thought i thought it was an incomplete pass somehow i was like getting up to go use the bathroom or something then all of a sudden they're like touchdown i'm like what hold up yeah it's crazy crazy you know yeah i couldn't even tell exactly what was happening it was like a total errant throw where it it looked like glennon thought maybe the receiver was going to come back instead of going towards the sideline and cam was you know actually decent not cam uh Boyd was actually having pretty decent coverage on him and had the sideline kind of sealed if they were the ball was placed where, you know, a normal good pass would be thrown. He probably put a good play on him. But instead, he, like, at the last second does the whoops-a-daisy, gets mm-hmm. just enough of the ball where it just goes over Harrison Smith's head right into Chanel Jr.'s Exactly, man. Uh, yep, and exactly. And just like you said, homie, from that point on, you knew it was going to be a game. Like, okay, the Vikings, you know, could win this game, but it's not going to be a cakewalk. And and sure enough, it, that's exactly what it proved. So uh, let's start with the offensive side of the ball. Tell me what you liked, what you didn't like. How did Cousins uh, perform for you? How did, you know, Cook obviously, you know, had a nice little game there, especially with the total yardage. He was up around 200 yards, I believe. And obviously, you got uh, Jay Jets, Mr. Justin Jefferson, um, you know, making his case for Rookie of the Year. Well, so this is this is one of those games where you can actually say these these offensive playmakers they made their plays 
in a day in which the offensive line gave up four sacks to the 31st or 32nd right, yep. team in the NFL for overall pressures. Like, the offensive line had an awful day. Like, it, Brian O'Neill does not look right. He, something something with him. He gave up, I, I want to say, PFF had him for five or six pressures. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> it's But then you have Kirk Cousins. And, you know, you've been fairly negative on him. I've been fairly negative on him. But he went to work. Him and Justin Jefferson are on the same page. Yeah. Him and Adam Thielen are on the same page. Dalvin Cook is just a man. Like, he's not even 100%. And he his yardage mm-hmm. after being <laughs> yeah, exactly is is ridiculous, man. Like, he, he's getting five or six yards on plays in which – it's like spin out of the backfield. And like you said, he's not 100% right now. Um, I, you know, I don't know if the, the national football scene really knows how kind of banged up he really is right now. Um, always scary for us Vikings fans, of course. But, yeah, man, he is – obviously when he's healthy, there's nobody better, Justin. Nobody. That, that's – like he's right up there. He's in the conversation one, two, and three. And then the other guys that at the beginning of the year thought were going to be one and two, they haven't done anything. Right. Like Barkley gets hurt again, and you get you get a few of the other guys that are just they're they're not quite doing it. Zeke out of Dallas, he's not he's not putting together the best year. Once that offensive line gets downgraded to something like the Dalvin Cook's been running behind the last couple of years, he, he can't he can't make people miss like Dalvin Cook can. Right, and you know and, it's funny because I think. We're going to have to shore up the offensive line. Ironically, you know, I was talking about Ezra Cleveland just a few weeks ago and how good he was looking and thought something was kind of gelling there. And then we have something like we do Sunday against a horrible team, like you mentioned as well. So, um, yeah, they're going to have to do something really mainly on that offensive line. Um, Hard to say because you look at, you know, these numbers that, you know, uh, you know, Kurt's putting up and, and the receivers and, and the running back, but that offensive line really regressed on Sunday. What what are we talking about if Chase Chase Laughlin hits that sixty two yarder in Minnesota uh against the team that protected him about half of the season to make the Vikings basically out of the playoffs? Right. What are what are we talking about if that happens? I was just like, I almost wanted to see it happen. Have the kid hit a sixty-two yarder in Minnesota, and just me go, huh? I haven't seen that one yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's just, it's, they're inventing new ways to, uh, I don't know, give us heart attacks, give us like, um, you know, shortness of breath. They're that just well, the way they come out flat. <clears throat> what is what is behind? I, mean, I got to ask you this, Vince. You've been watching this team for a long time. Yes, sir. And Mike Zimmer, uh, we 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 both like Zim. We we like the coaching regimen. We like like yeah. what he's doing. But how much of that is coaching if the guys just aren't quite ready? Uh, yeah, to go down nine nothing, fourteen nothing. Well, you know that's the thing. It, you you speak of the Vikings' Twitter sphere. You know that that was kind of the. I hate to say it was fun because it was fun for all the wrong reasons, but once we got off to that slow start, that's exactly what it was. Vikings playing down um to to the to the worst to the you know the the less talented team. 
And, you know, the Vikings are kind of famous for this now, playing down to competition that is beneath them. And they gave you yet another classic example of that. And, you know, when Glennon comes out and, and you know, is looking like a Hall of Fame quarterback early on and, and throwing some dimes and, and putting some real nice passes out there, you, you sit here and you're just like, what the fuck's going on? And that's exactly what I was that's sitting exactly. there. You know, yeah, excuse the language for all the kiddies out there, but that's exactly what I was sitting there wondering. Like, this is crazy. Here we are again. The team you, look, not a great Vikings team by any means, but a team that you should definitely beat by a couple scores with the talent that the Purple has, at least in my opinion. And for them to come out, lay an egg early on, granted they win in the end, but yeah, that's disappointing because, you know, that doesn't really give me any hope for the playoffs when you are facing these these better teams. And, you know, they need to find a way and come out and, and get energized from the get-go. It's COVID 2020. I get that, Justin. You know, nobody's in the stands for the most part and all that. But, you know, if you're going to go out and play, you better find a way to motivate yourself or else, you know, you're you're 500 now. You're on in the playoff window. You know that should be motivation enough at this point. But if it isn't, well, then yeah, I don't know what to ahead. tell you. Go, finish, no, no, finish yeah, I, that's that's all I got to say. That if if you can't get motivated now after the start that this team had, and now to be in that last extra wild card spot. With, you know, now going up and playing Tampa Bay next week, what you know, we'll talk about that in a minute. But, you know, that's the team right in front of you. So you got a real opportunity now to make some noise and to up your seating here as well. So if that's not motivation enough for these Vikings players, or at least some of them, I don't know what is. And if the coaches can't get them motivated, then maybe you got to get new coaches, I guess. I don't know, but... um yeah, I agree, man. This you gotta be motivated now because we were in Shitsville, you know, a few weeks ago and now we're on the verge of really being able to do something if we play better. Exactly. The best thing they have going for them right now is the NFC is a fucking mess. It's an absolute right, right. mess. Yep. It's a mess. Like who tell you I'll tell you right now, say uh something really bad happens to you, like you get diarrhea for a month. If you do not choose who wins the NFC, like who are you picking right now? Right. Just to make sure you don't get diarrhea for a month. Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. I, I don't, I, a month ago, it was Seattle. You're like, oh, Seattle for sure. Mm-hmm. You got New Orleans, maybe. Like just just saying their name gives me diarrhea anyway. But, <laughs> right. Yeah. Like <laughs> you, you know, like, it is. All it's of those teams are beatable. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's the thing. If you have to, and we've seen this time and time again, whether it was the a ho-hum 10 and six New York Giants team that put a stop to the Brady train in the Super Bowl. Um, you know, you've seen this time and time again, when you, if a team can get hot at the right time, who knows what can happen? So maybe the Vikings can be that team. I'm not sure. Got a long way to go, especially after after this game Sunday. Um, but let's kind of do this and move it forward here. Now you plan Tampa Bay. Nice little comeback year for them with Tom Brady. You know, some a couple bad losses as well. 
but a team that is very, very gettable, even though the Vikings are going to be on the road. Um, what are you thinking about this weekend? You know, obviously everybody's talking about Tom Brady this, Tom Brady that. But, you know, Tampa Bay, former Gophers making some noise there, and Tyler Johnson and Antoine Winfield Jr. How are you feeling about this weekend? For me, this is – it's not Tom Brady versus Mike Zimmer's defense. That's That's gone. That's not something it is anymore. It's this offensive line against one of the defense best defensive fronts I have ever seen in many, many years. They are good. That offense, that defensive line for Tampa is no joke. And I mean, if you, if you don't believe that, just go back to the last time they played, there was a team that had first and goal on them and they refused to run up the middle. Like they just, they just didn't think they could get half a yard or a yard on the front there and if if the offensive line has the output that they had or the quote unquote output they had this is going to be this is going to be a 27-7 just ass whooping if right. that offensive line can't be ready because the front the meat and potatoes of that <laughs> defense in Tampa just ridiculous they're fast they hit and they've had two weeks off right so they've <laughs> you get you get Bruce Arians and his offense and Tom Brady two weeks to prepare for a Mike Zimmer rookie, you know, rookie cornerback haven. <laughs> he might be able to dink and dunk all day long. He's not going to take right. the top off anymore, which might help us. But this is one of those games where they're going to have to win 20 to 17, 17, 14. Yeah, gonna yeah I could, see, I could definitely something. see that. Because, you know, I mean, Tampa Bay's looking because, you know, they're catching heat down there as well, too. I mean, you know, look, it's not like you're going to get Tom Brady and you're going to go, you know, 15 and 1, 14 and 2 in Tampa Bay um, with that personnel. But I do think that, you know, a couple of these kind of crazy or not crazy, um, some dominating losses that they've had. You know, I've heard people actually talking about the Arians may be done after this year down there and, and all kinds of rumors that maybe he isn't getting along with Tom Brady and all that. I mean, you know, who really knows? But, you know, the Vikings have a real good opportunity, Justin, to go down there and not sneak a game away. I mean, I'm, I'm pulling up the odds here from my spots in Vegas. Bear with me. Tampa Bay right now pretty much across the board from, you know, MGM Grand to the win to Circa. Golden Nugget, six and a half points. Over under is right around 51 and a half or 52, depending on where you're betting. So, I mean, you know, I think the Vikings can come out of this with a nice win. And again, obviously, offensive line is going to have to step up, but the defense is really going to have to find a way to get some pressure on Brady as well. I, I think it all starts with the middle. If you can, the middle, you know, as cliche as it is, as right. it is I'm an old soul. And wins come from your meat and potatoes, the middle of your offensive line and the middle of your defensive line. Like, wins and losses are done. Like, you know, franchises are won and lost between those two, three guys in the middle, whether or not they can generate pressure or stave off pressure right. in the offensive way. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. And yeah. That's, that's the thing. 
Tom Brady is what he is. He's one of the best I've ever seen. He, I, I will go on record saying he is the best quarterback I've ever watched play the game. It's just you get all those rings and all that, but that he's not Tom Brady then. He's Tom Brady in a Bruce Arians-type system that has three blue-chip wide receivers and then, oh, yeah, a few of those other guys, like their tight ends and, um, I mean, bring in Antonio Brown too. Like those mm-hmm. guys, they're – they're no slouch either. So you gotta you're gonna yeah. be asking Cam Dantzler to cover Mike Evans nope. and and then who who's on Godwin? Who if if Godwin's healthy, who's on him? Don't forget, like who's I said, you know, yeah, yeah, and Tyler Johnson down there, you know, former golf making you know, making a little bit of noise. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's I mean, there's three, four receivers down there and they can all get you that's just the receivers. Like you said, you throw in Gronkowski, um, you know, make it five. I mean, there's all kinds of little dink and doink weapons there that can really come back to hurt this Vikings defensive secondary, man. Because again, Ronald Jones, Leonard Fournette, they're mm -hmm. running backs. Like those guys are ridiculous too. It it could be, it could be a long day. I'm not saying it's going to be, but I mean, if this is one of those like doldrum ass beatings, the the Vikes may as well just pack it in the rest of the way because I don't want to see it anymore. If they come out firing and get a win that they could, I'm on board. Let's hope so, bro. Let's hope so because you yeah. know they can they can get this. I mean, they got some upcoming games, you know, winnable games. So I mean, it's all just about believing in what you can do. And, and for the Vikings, again, to look at where they were at the beginning of this season to where they are now, they really do got a, a huge opportunity, Justin, man, where they can, man, they can really send a message here because we've already taken down Green Bay once. Um, I think we can do it again. Um, you know, I, I know everybody's on Green Green Bay's jock and, and, and always is. And, you know, hey, I get it. But... If, if the Vikings can just take one more step forward on both sides of the ball, this thing can get real interesting. And, you know, with time, obviously, um, our defense, the defensive secondary is getting better. Offensively, we've seen what these guys can do. Just need that offensive line to stay together. And if that can happen, man, they can make a little noise in the playoffs if they get there. Yeah, I got to say this one thing. It's easy to root for a front runner. It's easy to root for an underdog. It is not that easy to root for a team that's every other year in some eight and eight, seven and nine purgatory. Right. Like it's it's not the easiest thing in the world because you're like, okay, these other guys, they're getting, you know, future Hall of Fame quarterbacks with their top ten picks that we just never seem to get. And then you know, you go see Patrick Mahomes and what I think as Vikings fan, I should just not watch the Chiefs after the Vikings get done barely winning. I can't I can't watch that anymore because they're so good. It's just it's an offense I would love to see. I would love to be able to be like, oh, yeah, well, we can just put up 45 in a blink of an eye. And it's just – it's frustrating. It, it's really frustrating when you're sitting at – like, what's our ceiling now, 9 and 7? Like, does 9 yeah, and 7 get yeah. us to the playoffs? It well, it very they, well they may. It very, it might. They technically need. I think they need to go ten and six to yeah. get somewhere in that five or six seed, maybe to maybe make some noise. Yeah, I, I don't really want to face. Uh, I, 
you know, most people be like, oh, go to Green Bay and beat them. We did it before. I don't really want to face them right away in the first round of playoffs as no. a six or seven seed, you know. I'd, well, I'd rather save that for something that really, really matters and then maybe uh, accidentally win one, you know. Yeah, exactly. I don't want it to be the first round and be like, oh, we lost. We got to go. Like well, I said, man, it's easy to root for the front runner, easy to root for the underdog. <laughs> it is really, really hard rooting uh, for a team that just can't seem to put it together. You're listening to Justin Ekstrom on the Sports Done Right podcast. I am Vince Wright, the sports governor of the great state of Minnesota. Uh, together, we also co-host the North Star Sports podcast. That's going to be coming to you soon. All right, Justin, I'm going to let you go. But before I do that, I need a score, man. You're a betting man. You look at the numbers and the over-unders and all this stuff. So give it to all of our fans out there. What What's the, what's the score next week who's winning and six and a half do vikings come anywhere close to covering maybe that spread man so i am i am definitely a betting man like I, i've been on a little bit of a hot streak lately no I, I don't want anywhere this this 51 that is way too high for me like these two these two offenses and defense vegas is saying that tom brady it, it yeah, opened they, at 45 and a half. I didn't mean to interrupt you, bro, but just to show you the jump, it opened at 45 and a half on that over-under and now up to at a couple places, 52. Jeez. So if you're, if you can get, if you can lock in that under at 52, like it's, it's a done deal in my mind. Okay. But Vegas is a lot smarter than I am. I have you know, I've, I've, you know, I appreciate the fact that I've won more money this year than I've lost to Vegas. But that I don't think it gets anywhere near 51. But, man, I still think this is too tough of a game. I am going to go Tampa Bay uh, 24-14. All right, so then. they do cover. They cover. I'm right. saying it's, it's it, you know, it pains me to say it, but that defense, what's been our bread and butter right now? Dalvin mm-hmm. Cook. Yep. Justin Jefferson. Uh, Adam Thielen, Kirk Cousins. This is a game that Kirk Cousins has to come out well, and just basically will his way to victory. Early success on the offensive line or on the offensive side of the ball for the Vikings is going to be critical for this game coming up. If they can find a way to come out and and connect early, and hey, all of a sudden the Vikings are up seven nothing, ten nothing. Stay tuned, but I think that's really what it's going to take here. Um, so I tend to agree with you. Um, six and a half for the home team. I mean, I might take the under and the Vikings with the points just to have some uh, shits and giggles, as the kids like to say. But well, hey. I mean, it's always something fun. Like, you yeah. know, you, know, you try don't want to be both the favorite. Like, you don't want to be. The, right, right. You don't want to bet on Vegas' side on both of it. You know, it's just. But half of it's got to be there. A nice little parlay action, but I, I can't bet on the Vikings. I just, I, I just can't. I've won way too much. I, I try to not to. <laughs> yeah, them. yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> All right, brother. Well, hey, Justin. Again, thank you so much, my friend, for for joining us on the Sports Done Right podcast. Can't wait to catch up soon in person, man. And give my best to the family. And look forward to talking to you real soon, bro. Likewise, man, make sure you tell uh, the missus, uh, the 
the lady governor of Minnesota. Happy birthday last week. Oh, yes, absolutely. Uh, it's always nice catching up with you when I can. And uh, a meeting is more than overdue, my friend. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, man, you have a good night. We will talk to you soon. Thank you very much. All right, peace. All right, ladies and gentlemen, one and only just an extra. You gotta love them, the one and only Justin Ekstrom, ladies and gentlemen. So, all right, with that, that's pretty much the show tonight. Tuesday night, we are back after a couple weeks hiatus uh, with the Thanksgiving holiday in there as well. Good to be back talking sports. Next week, we're going to get going on the Timberwolves, Gophers basketball, and we'll see, maybe, just maybe, because now both schools and coaches want it, the Gophers just may very well still play the University of Wisconsin in football. So keep it tuned here. Your favorite sports podcast coming to you from the great state of Minnesota. I am Vince Wright, the sports governor. You can follow me on Twitter at the big smooth one. That's the number one after the big smooth on Instagram sports done right. W R I G H T. Also the Facebook group sports done right where you can get your daily feed of sports stories, Minnesota-based, but national news as well, my people. To everybody, be cool, stay cool out there. To all my podcast friends and family, my friends at RealCast, my friends, obviously, XSquadAffiliates.com, the home where it starts, um, BS3 Radio Network, Jelani Bodie, the Wait a Minute Show. Thank you for coming on tonight as well, my friend. And again, go to the Wait a Minute Show com and make sure you can donate to this toy drive he does a phenomenal job um with that so with that being said i'm gonna let miss tree taylor take us on out of here you guys have a great night and thank you for listening to sports done right thank you for listening to sports done right with your host the governor of minnesota sports talk the honorable vince wright Check out Sports Done Right every Tuesday night. And when it's over, stay up on all of the breaking sports news and commentary by joining the Sports Done Right Facebook group. Let your voice be heard and join the conversation right now. You finally got it right with Sports Done Right.